This podcast produced by Van Garrett Media. The following is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, welcome back to the Divine Assembly podcast again with us. Um, we have new stuff to talk about today, new people to talk to. I am here with Steve again. Hello. And we have Steve's wife, Sarah. Hello. Sarah, welcome to the podcast. Um, we're talking about psychedelics. We're talking about magic mushrooms. Um, what's what's your take? I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, this has been an interesting road for me uh, a big part of I come at this um, more a little more seriously I don't know if yeah I was searching for the word last time too pragmatically maybe maybe because yeah I, I know you take things seriously but you also laugh a lot more play a lot more you're a lot more playful than me so that's why I'm, I'm trying to distinguish you um, find healing through recreation so I think you're participating and using plant medicine a little different than me. I take it a little uh, serious again is the wrong yeah, word. I, last, Cause yeah, <laughs> last podcast I said you approach it more conservatively. That's not the word either. I mean, I think a little less silly, a little less fun in games than a me. Different possibly. intention. Yeah, maybe that's it. So what I'm finding between us is I seek it out or it seeks me out a little less often mm. than you. And I, almost always have some kind of serious intention and it's often some kind of healing that I'm seeking, um, in emotional healing. And, you know, I, I am learning that I am a very emotional person, of course, as everybody is, but I have not known how to live with feelings and, you know, communicate feelings. And, and so I tried to shun them. I tried to, you know, kind of fight the fact that I actually had feelings and uh, tried to be very stoic in the way I was living. And plant medicine is allowing me to open up pathways to be more emotional, understand, and even gain vocabulary around emotions. I'm giving myself permission to have feelings and then to sift through them, you know, to where before they, when I got, when I had overwhelming feelings, I, they were paralyzing to me. They, I didn't know what to do with them. So I would get angry (laughs) or I would, you know, react in a way that other people could navigate through they just stopped me and they stopped behavior they stopped or you know I would I would stop relationships because I didn't know how to deal with the feelings so how do you feel that this has not only given you the vocabulary or maybe shown you uh, different paths to connecting to those emotions or figuring out what those emotions are for you how do you think that is affecting your life or do you think you could have got there without it? Great question. So I do believe that with really great therapy, I eventually could have navigated here. So here's my perspective on it. I think plant medicine for me has been a, I've been saying training wheels, that they're Mm -hmm. teaching me how to 
how to how this feels and what I'm seeking and you know the kind of end game and when I'm not on plant medicine I and I'm faced with something I'm trying to do the same thing that I know plant medicine helps me do and I heard someone else say plant medicine is a shortcut to therapy and that works too you know it's it 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 kind of is a high speed way to navigate through some of those deep emotions either way it's you know it, it it's helping me get to this next phase that would have taken a long time to get there get on get there on my own right i really like what you talked about when you said that you didn't know how to feel these strong emotions or how to navigate those. Um, you also described Steve as being a little more happy and laughing and stuff. Yeah. Cause I identify with that. I tend to be a little more stoic and it's something that I'm, I'm using plant medicine as well to help me be more connected to like inner child seeking that joy that I know is there. Cause I am a human being, but I've like stuffed it away somewhere and being more connected in general, but with myself and what my experiences are is paramount to me so that I can better understand how to be connected to other people. So one of my experiences, I think the reason that is what I have done is I was a very grown up child. Mm -hmm. I was playing this role in my family where I was in charge more than I should have been and I had far more responsibilities than I should have been. Yeah. Is that true for you? Absolutely. So yeah, yeah we were expected to be adults and mm -hmm. make these adult decisions, but we didn't have the time to navigate and learn for ourselves where we should be and what that really felt like to be a kid first. Right. Yeah. So that's been interesting for me. Yeah, absolutely. I, I identify with that. Chris, um, my husband and I, joke that I was sprouted, mm -hmm. that I didn't really, I wasn't really a child. I just was suddenly. Yeah. Um, and that speaks, we, we joke about it, but really it speaks a lot to, to my emotional growth and where that started. It went from being born to going into adulthood in some ways. And with that, I think I've been able to process traumas, childhood traumas mm -hmm. and adult traumas that again, I really was trying to work through with a therapist, many of them, uh, but I've been able to face things and process them and deal with them in a much healthier way than I was able to do without the plant medicine. I mean, things I didn't even know were still an issue for mm -hmm. me are brought to are brought forward through through a plant medicine experience and then I have the room to say, okay, what do I need to learn from this? Mm -hmm. So you approach childhood uh, as a grown-up. So now that you are grown-up, happy birthday, 50th birthday <laughs> uh, right here. Thank you. Um, are you. Are you becoming a little more childlike with um, magic mushrooms? Um, I... I wouldn't say yes to that, but what do you think? Well, I think you're so. You're witnessing me. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think that... Um, you know, I mean, we've always had fun. We've always laughed, but it just seems like you're a lot more easygoing now. The, more the, the, a lot of the things that really weighed on you, you're starting to think, eh, maybe they don't matter that much, or here's some solutions. This is good enough. And so is that a, is that a element of age and I'm just maturing or is it these, uh, is it the plant medicine that's allowing me to 
be more comfortable in my skin and maybe both, you know, maybe as I'm aging and this is helping me figure out yeah. what, what feels good to me. Who knows? I haven't, I haven't read anything about this, but I mean, our kids, you know, they're now all grown up and all out of all the adults, house, out yeah. of college. So maybe you just tend to relax a little more, but you know, for you, the rule always has been get the work done. Then we play, then we relax yeah. and you know, Maybe it's just when you have kids, the work is never done. But now it seems like you're much more eager to just relax and hang out. Well, I'm going to say this. I think that's a little related to you, too, that I you're in a healthier place than I've ever seen you ah. in our 30 years. So I can relax because I'm not dragging you to heaven and I'm not. That was, that was, a, that was a heavy lift. <laughs> that was a heavy lift. Thank, thank, I, I did my best. Thank God we don't uh, um, have to worry about that anymore. But. Uh, you know, I also see you in such a healthy place that I can relax because I'm not having to keep the the walls up worried about you. Does right. that make sense? Well, right or wrong, two points for the reversal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so the divine assembly, um, the tenet is we believe that we can commune with the divine through psilocybin sacrament. Um, I think you and I, well, I know you and I approach God and religion and sacred matters differently, which is interesting. So we can't say that, you know, one's use of uh, mushrooms is more serious than the other, because I no. think we both approach right. very, very seriously, seriously. But from different, uh, maybe different sides of that word. So go, God, divine, religion. So I'm going to say things out of the gate that are going to sound contradictory, but they're all true okay. in myself. Wow. Yeah. Um, I don't believe in God. Okay. But this has been an extremely spiritual experience for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do believe when, if you go to that tenet that we believe psilocybin helps us commune with the divine, I would say, okay. I mean, if you put me on a stand and, you know, it, it, I had to really say what, what I thought, I would say, yeah, 100% that is true. That we, I We get nervous here when people talking about putting us yeah, on the stand. I didn't it's, mean it's that. It's too real a possibility. <laughs> okay, so I, I was looking for another phrase. You heard me stumble across that. But yeah, gun to my head, I had to just say. Yeah, yeah. Is that prison, you prison, that? Prison cell looming. <laughs> um, okay, so I would say, yes, I have a spirit that these are spiritual experiences, but... I would also say that I am more in tune with myself and I'm speaking with myself and I'm tapping into a higher power that is within me. Mm-hmm. And and as you and I have conversations outside of this podcast, we I you know, part of what I'm saying is we I think you and I actually might be saying the same thing. We're just using different vocabulary. We're using different metaphors to try to explain something that's hard to explain. Mm -hmm. So yeah, me tapping into myself and me seeing other people tap into a power that I think is within each of us. Mm -hmm. And I think they're tapping into their own power. But if they want to call it God, if they want to call it something that's bigger than them, I don't have a problem with that, but I don't necessarily think there's some man or even a woman who's up in the sky playing chess with all the people on earth. I don't think that happens. And so, I, and th- of course, that's the God I was raised with. But what else 
even any other God that I hear from, you know, that there's this power that all the people come together and we create a divine power. Those are all very sweet ideas. They don't resonate with me. Mm-hmm. The, the only thing that resonate, resonates with me is I am a powerful person and I have a way to tap into this power through plant medicine. And yeah. that's what I call a spiritual experience. Well, we haven't convened the Blasphemy and Heresy Committee yet, so we'll, we'll let it slide. We might have to take this up <laughs> on another day. I'm okay with that. I, I absolutely am with you. Um, in talking to a lot of people, they, they hear, they have conversations or hear voices from outside of themselves. It's always me talking to myself. Yes. It's always me hearing my own voice. Um, I have met my higher self and knew in an instant that I was looking at me, though it didn't look like what I look like in the mirror. Um, the, the, the essence was the same. So I, I agree with you. My experiences have been similar in that the word spiritual was not something that entered my vocabulary in a positive way until my use of plant medicine. Mm. I looked at that as a religious word and I didn't agree with religion. So it was, they were parallel to me. And it wasn't until having these experiences that I went, oh, okay, I have always believed in a person's energy. Like people give off a vibe, an energy, however you wanna put it. And now I understand better, at least for myself, that that is spiritual. That is coming from a place that's inside of them, their soul or however you want to put it. These experiences that I've had with me talking to myself, Mm -hmm. my higher self, as I would say, um, that I am the divine, that each of us are our own God. And I think that that, to me, that blows my mind even more than there being some one God out there who's out there and has some control over us or has some yeah i want i love the idea that that power is in me and if i can tap into it i can do amazing things Mm -hmm. and if i can help other people tap into that power yeah and i do think we can we can tap into that power through plant medicine but i think other people tap into it in other ways yeah i was i share this story that i it makes me laugh um a few years ago as i was transitioning out of uh formal religion i was talking to someone who'd uh been she was in a recent car accident and she was feeling like she was recovering um with some success and i said tell me about that and she said i said you know it seems like you're doing great she said yeah i've had a lot of people praying for me and doing yoga poses for me Mm -hmm. and i guffawed i laughed Mm -hmm. because i thought she was making a joke and then i was like oh, she's not joking. And, you know, I tried to recover from that, which I probably didn't do very well. But after we hung up, I started thinking about that. And I was completely okay that people were praying for her Mm-hmm. Because that was acceptable to me. But the idea that yoga poses had any kind of power and right. could tap into this divine, I I threw away like it was. And I have since learned, of course, we're as human beings, we're going to tap into that power in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And for me to accept one but not accept another was me just being very shallow or, you know, closed minded. And so that was an interesting experience for me to have to question my own yeah. thoughts on that. So Shayla, you said that you, uh, you saw mm-hmm. God as an essence yes. as you did, did it have an appearance? What did it look like? Yeah. So the closest thing that I can 
express it. So first of all, um, I was just in the universe. Yeah. So it wasn't me, but like my consciousness was mm-hmm. just floating among the stars and sort of looking around and I turned to my right and I saw this gigantic being that was bigger than a planet. Mm. Um, not really a gender, but long blonde hair, like really long and in like really long cloaks, gowns, like blues and whites, um, not sort of human ish, mm-hmm. sort of like, I think that's what I could understand, but this being was glowing. There were no words actually spoken. It was just an immediate recognition. And as well as that being saying, okay, here we are. And now you know what you are. Yeah. Do you think that entity actually exists or is this your mind just telling you how big you are, how godlike you are, or does it matter? I don't know the answer to that. And to me, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I don't have this urge to pursue meeting that person or that being again. I don't think that it's necessary. Yeah. I feel I feel like it it connected a part of me that I didn't realize was there. And it was like soldering a piece together that was frayed before. Um, and that's really all that was needed. Cool. Sarah, when you talk about the God within you, um, what do you think that is? Is that just you tapping into your highest, best self? Do you think that there is an entity? Is it something divine that is is beyond you? Well, I, I'm. that's a tough question to answer for sure i'm tapping into my highest best self but as you were telling your story i had an experience um on plant medicine where i was um i'd had some dark moments early in that trip and and but then i was i saw this being and i knew it was female and she was just growing i mean she's just mm-hmm. like growing enough she was breaking through ceilings, mm-hmm. you know, just over. She was just growing bigger than a building, you know, 20 stories, 30 stories tall. And I was in awe and said, what is that? Mm-hmm. And my mind said, that's you. Do you want, and I just was blown away. And I and it, and then I heard, do you want to see through her eyes mm. and I was too scared uh, I said no I can't do because again cool. I had some dark moments and so I wonder if I'll be able to revisit that and will I be ready to see because I wanted you know when I came out of it I looked around and I was like I wanted to see what she saw but I just I couldn't do it yeah yeah I once saw myself as a woodchuck nice no it's not no I, I was, think that's true but it's funny um <laughs> No, I once I once saw my soul, and it was awesome. We'll share that for a, a, a different episode. But so you have uh, been using psychedelics for four years. Yeah. Are you a better person? No question. I am. How? I am kinder to myself. I um, have more confidence in myself and. I'm okay to feel emotions. I think that alone would be enough. Um, I'm patient with other people. You know, not. I still wish everyone would go a little faster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just work on a higher speed than most. But I'm generally more patient with people. Um, I'm, and I'm enjoying life a lot more. Are you more spiritual? I 
yeah, probably I am. Those I are just, tough words. I mean, yeah, the three of us yeah. grapple anytime we're going to say a religious don't, word. Don't, don't ask me questions that make me uncomfortable, please. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> these these are some of the loftiest, most superlative words in our language, yeah. and yeah. so many of us are reluctant to use them. Well, they're so tied to, and I have this problem even in politics, when we start tying language to dogma, when we start tying it to things I disagree with, then yeah, then I'm like, I don't come up with something else. It's, it's Use heavy a different laden, word. heavy laden with a lot of ugly baggage. Yeah, weird baggage that comes along with it. So, yeah. Yeah, so what I talked about briefly in our last uh, episode was, you know, just like you saw you as God, I saw you as God. And, uh, uh, you know, you, you were you, but, uh, oh my gosh, the most magnificent, spectacular thing ever. And, um, you know, it just changed me. Like, oh my gosh, I get to be with this person. Am I treating this person well? How can I do better? And, you know, I I think what it is is I just saw you as you, and uh, sometimes this happens with me. Like the sunset, I didn't see green in the sunset until I was on mushrooms one night, and now I often see green in the sunset because it's there. And you've learned your eyes. I'm my, going back to the training wheels. Yeah, it my taught eyes. You to see my it. eyes have been trained to see it. It's there, so I look for it. And so you know, I think the same with you. Uh, you know, I just I. You know, I should have seen it all along, but, you know, I walked through life blind. I've, I've missed so much. But seeing you and the kids as gods, as spectacular beings, has just changed everything in my attitude, approach. Well, and I will say you do treat me better. I You treat me – I'm enjoying our interactions a lot more recently than – before but I also it's also interesting to me that you come home with these mind-blowing insights and I'm like yeah I know you know you're like it's you and the kids I'm like yeah I know I've been living that way for 30 years you're the most amazing creature and she's like you haven't known that yeah and I know you're I don't need mushrooms to know you're the most amazing amazing person but we we only can come with what we we oh, have. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. We let's take like two more minutes. Okay. Tell about ayahuasca writing down our relationship. Oh my, just my list. Well, about that part of the list. Oh, Me. oh, oh! This was as our second ayahuasca trip, and I was um, one of my insights because I go through when I'm done, as I'm kind of coming out of it in the morning. I. I'm careful to write notes because I think it's important for me to revisit. And I often hand that list to my therapist and we spend time on all of those things. You like your list. I do like my list. So one of the things that one of the insights I had was about you and that you were doing your best. You were giving me everything you could. What you said is... I love you as much as I can. It's not enough. And it wasn't enough. You mm. were giving me everything you could, and it wasn't enough. Mm. And so part of my thoughts, as I, was, I said that, I shared that with you that morning, and I talked with therapist after that, and I was thinking, so it's my choice. Do Is that me living with less? Yeah. And being okay with that, or do I leave you and seek it from someone who can see me whole? What? You're thinking that? It had crossed my mind. Yeah. Um, but, you know, those they were serious thoughts, and I had to be okay with one or the other. Yes. I thought those were my choices. Steve, Steve is broken. This is all he has to give in the arena of and love. And he's giving is everything he can. I yeah. can't ask for more and than so, everything, So you right? shared that, and I'm going, eh, crap, yep, I'm broken. That's, that's what we have. 
And then what happened? Well, then subsequently on plant medicine. two years later. Yeah. I I realized, and it was a devastating realization, that my entire life I've only loved partially. I have loved no one fiercely because I haven't known how. I didn't have the capacity inside. So I came home and shared that with you and said, you know, here's things I want to do where I love more fiercely, where I love holy. So then you reminded me about that experience you had where Steve loves me as much as he can and it's not enough. And it never had really occurred to either of us until that point that, well, maybe I could love to learn you more. Could, you could learn to love more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And and I think that's what you've been doing. So yeah. it's been and far it's fun, more satisfying for me because I'm getting, you know, I'm getting my needs met and, um, yeah, and you're learning to give more, and I need more, so it's been nice. Well, it's, what an exciting way to live life. Absolutely. Awesome. Any, Thank you any, both for sharing. Anything else? Yourself. Any other I, words? I, I think that's great. I love hearing about individual experiences and their own interpretation. I think that's my favorite thing about plant medicine, um, especially the spiritual side of things, because religion was always in my life growing up was always, well, this is the way you do it. Even regardless of the religion, there was a way to do it. There was a way to, to worship and having these spiritual experiences, which I, for myself have started to put in a very different arena than a religious experience have shown me just how we each have our own individual to us experiences. There's not a right or wrong. Right. And it was difficult in formal religion. I think that's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. There was a right and wrong and right. some arbi- somebody out there was arbitrarily changing the rules all the time mm-hmm. and telling me I wasn't enough or not, wasn't doing it right. This, yeah, I, I feel the same way with people. There's not a right or wrong here, so just tell me your experience and that maybe I can yeah. learn something from it. Yeah. And in some cases I go, none of that rings true. The- so I'm, I hope it's helping you, but yeah. that doesn't ring true for me. But yeah, on other things, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm going to integrate that into who I am and, and the way I think about this. The, the three of us who each have a difficult time using religious words say that we've seen God, mm-hmm. a form of God. That's true. And it's all been different. And so, you know, to me, the way I saw it, well, that's authoritative to me. And you guys don't have to believe it. And what mm-hmm. you saw, I think that's fantastic. It contradicts, well, it's different than what I saw, but it sounds like it was fantastic for you. So, right. And as we learn more and more, as our brains start to expand, how much of this will start to kind of come together? Some commonality. Yeah, right. that there's there's more familiar or common here than... than different i don't and i don't know the answer to that but i wonder if that's where we're headed well let's keep looking and find out Uh, yes (laughs) well thank you for having me thanks thanks for being here this podcast produced by van garrett media